Hey everyone, this is Jason Shepard, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast by M0A.com, where a good pilot is always learning. What are some things to consider when flying single pilot in IFR conditions? Hey everyone, Jason Shepard here of M0A.com, and you're listening to the Instrument Pilot Podcast, brought to you by our number one rated online ground school, groundschoolacademy.com. Complete private, complete instrument, complete commercial pilot, online ground school, full knowledge test prep, check ride prep, but most importantly, striving and working to making you that safe real world pilot. We're not just going to teach you rote memorization of questions for a knowledge test or for a check ride. We teach you the real world applicability to make you that safe real-world instrument pilot, and that's what we're truly after. And on that note, too, groundschoolacademy.com, by the way, but on that note, today's topic is very real-world, and it's this idea of single-pilot instrument flying, SRM, Single Pilot Resource Management. I've done entire podcasts on crew resource management, working as a team in the cockpit, but what are some ways we can now work in the single-pilot environment. What are some things you actually think about, some things you consider? And I want to share some with you just to kind of jog your memory. First off, going to the regulations. What does the FAA say is required pre-flight action before every flight? We fall under 91-103. It's our required pre-flight action. I teach the acronym Northwest NW NW Craft, Craft with a K, N W K R A F T. The N is for NOTAMs. Do I have all NOTAMs that pertain to this flight, the route of this flight, my alternates, my destination, my departure? Do I have all the NOTAMs and notice the, the important notices to airmen for this planned flight? Next is in the NW, Northwest Craft, is my weather. And this comes down to having hard set personal minimums. Now, now it's one thing, do I know the weather? Check, that's all the FAA is really asking is, do I know the weather for this flight? Does it obviously exceed any legal minimums? But what I'm asking it to mean to you is, does the weather exceed my hard set personal minimum numbers? And how many of you have true hard set personal minimum numbers? And here's what I mean by that. And I've shared this before, and I apologize for sharing it so much, but it is truly that important. I will not go flying if the clouds are less than you fill in the blank. I will not go flying if the visibility is less than you fill in the blank. I will not go flying if the wind is greater than you fill in that blank once again. Now, think of it this way. Think of how I phrased the first, the first statement. I will not go flying if the clouds, I didn't say if the ceiling, if the lowest broken or overcast layer. I said clouds because we all know Mother Nature has a funny way of starting as a few layer, becoming a scattered layer, becoming a broken layer, and becoming an overcast layer within, within minutes, hours sometimes it seems like, right? That's how Mother Nature works. I will not go flying, and this is for me, single. this is Jason Shepard, single pilot, IFR, daytime, 
because I really don't do single pilot night IFR. That's just not, uh, it's just not something I do. And, and it is what it is. Single pilot day IFR, I want to break out by about the final approach fix is my goal. So where does that put me? I will not go flying if the clouds are lower than 1,500 feet. Because where are 90% of final approach fixes? You know, MSL, AGL, I'm in Florida. Remember, it's almost the same thing here. I will not go flying if the clouds are lower than 1,500 feet. At single pilot, day IFR. And you can adjust those for the circumstances. You can adjust those for the passengers. But for the scope of this, we're talking about single pilot IFR flying. That, that's what we're actually talking about in this case. And we'll use daytime as the actual example here. So that's what works for me. I want to break out by the final approach fix. Because here's what you forget about. In the IFR environment, I am the flying pilot. I am the talking pilot, the communicating pilot. I am the programming pilot. I am the pilot fiddling with the iPad. I am the pilot trying to spell that weird IFR fix that ATC can't even spell or pronounce properly half the time. And to that note, FAA, who's in charge of naming IFR intersections and fixes? Because it feels like just five random letters thrown together sometimes that kind of makes a word and none of us can ever spell it. So maybe something they can look into in the future here. But I, I'm working through all of that, right? Having my hard set personal minimums, but taking weather a step further and making sure we always have an out. We always have a way out. We don't just have one alternate because it's required. I have an alternate whether it's required or not. I have two or three alternates, and it's funny, I'll share a story of some, this was multi-pilot IFR flying, there's three of us on board, and even in the backseat passengers, I get them involved in helping with IFR flying most of the time if they're pilots. Um, we were doing the uh, Good Pilot Tour, I was leaving Ann Arbor, Michigan, trying to get to Louisville, Kentucky, and I remember, I, I always, I, I'm very, you know how I am with fuel, I always jokingly say with fuel, the only time you have too much fuel is when you're on fire, right? So I, I'm always filled to the top if weight allows it. And I remember flying and we tried to get into Louisville and we, we had to go missed. And then we went to, you know, the, the next uh, Bowman Field, next to the airport over and had to go missed. And we went to the, and we just kept going airport to airport to airport. I, I, I want to say we diverted almost four times, but we had these backups. I, I, we had an A, a B, a C, and a D plan. And eventually we got to that D plan. It was, it was VFR where we, were, where we ended up landing and just waited it out in a hotel and went back the next day. Or actually, no, we ended up driving. I think I had a seminar that night. We drove in is what we actually did. And having those backup plans, always having a way out. Don't have an alternate just because the FAA said you have to. Have two alternates. Have three alternates. Have backups on backups. And make sure you've downloaded the appropriate charts for those as well. Always having an out. Continuing with our 91103 acronym, Northwest NW Craft with a K. The K is known ATC delays. Are there any known ATC delays because of weather? Or to use a, a recent story, at least recent as of this recording, is something like losing power at the Atlanta airport causes a known ATC delay, right? These are the little things we're, we're thinking of and we're mindful of. Am I aware of known ATC delays? What about my R in NW craft? my runway lengths. Am I aware of my departing and arriving runway lengths? A is for alternates. Like I said, we already touched on this. I have alternates whether they're required or not. 
And when one is required, I still have two or three on top of it as backups. I know the frequencies. I know the runway layouts. I know generally which direction it's going to be. I know how I'm going to get there roughly. F is our fuel required. Again, always joking, saying the only time you have too much fuel is when you're on fire. We want to have fuel, especially in the IFR environment, to give us more options. And then lastly, the T is our takeoff uh, and landing distances. Do we have those? 91103. But it, it takes it. That's just what the FAA spells out for us. How can we take it a step further? And I'm actually going to do an entire, I'm doing an entire webinar on this. I'm doing an entire podcast on this because this is a topic, this is a big theme for me uh, this year, is this idea of currency versus proficiency. And working through what does it mean to be uh, a current pilot? Well, current pilot is current by the FAA standards. I've done an IPC. I've done my six full approaches. I've done my three takeoffs and landings. I do a flight review. I'm current. Great. But am I truly proficient? Proficient is, would you take your son or daughter flying? Would you take your spouse flying? Would you take your best friend from work flying? That's what proficiency is. Currency, the FAA tells you, proficiency only you can tell yourself. And you do that by having hard set personal minimums, challenging yourself with a flight instructor, continuing to fly, getting yourself on some regular routine of flying because the principles you learn in instrument flying will leave you so quickly. Anybody who has um, stopped flying for, for any length of time, the instrument skills are what it takes, it takes so long to actually come back to you often. Here's some other things to, to really kind of think about here in, in the single pilot environment. We, and we kind of crowdsource a lot of these. These podcasts, by the way, if you're ever interested, you're, you're listening to them here on iTunes now, but I live stream uh, the recording of these on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, so if you ever want to check out those, be sure to follow us on YouTube and Facebook. You can see behind the scenes of how these are all uh, made. And what I asked some of our Facebook and YouTube audience before this is for some of their feedback and some of their things. And, and someone asked about, what about SRM? single pilot resource management or being the single pilot as it relates to an instrument checkride. Because like you remember from your private pilot checkride, we always say that is your first flight with a passenger. It's a true statement. Look at that way as that DPE is your first passenger. In the instrument world, nothing changes. That DPE is your first instrument passenger. But here's a little difference. Use that DPE, designated pilot examiner, your checkride examiner. Use that DPE as an asset. Use that DPE to say, hey, do you mind holding my taxiway diagram? Do you mind keying in this frequency? And they may say yes, they may say no. They may say, I'm sorry, I can't do any CRM with you. You are sole pilot right now. And you're going to say, okay, I need to slow down for a second. I'm going to program in this approach. I'm going to get everything loaded as well as I can. Any possible approach plates, I have them ready. They're up to date. I'm treating that DPE how he or she asked to be treated. I would ask them point blank sitting in the check ride, do you mind if I, if I ask you to take the flight controls while I program something in the, in the Garmin 430? Do you mind if I, if I ask you to just key in a frequency real quick for me and hit the ID button on that VOR so I can listen to it? And they're either going to tell you yes or no. Or they're going to say, yeah, maybe a few times, but, but don't overuse it because I need to see single pilot as well. 
It just depends on the checkride examiner. Don't be afraid to ask that question though. But also remember at the end of the day, you're still the pilot in command. You have the final authority. Keeping this in mind, you don't have to go up in IFR conditions on the day of your instrument check ride, right? You could just pick the wait for the perfect day. You can exercise good judgment all the same. Just because you're shooting instrument approaches doesn't mean you have to do them in actual on your check ride. Obviously, I want you to have real, you know, solid actual time. Maybe on your check ride, it's not the greatest time to uh, demonstrate that uh, that skill. It's going to make you a little more nervous in that case. But just be be watching uh, for that. Also, someone else asked, what about when ATC? I'm, I'm single pilot. ATC gives me a new approach and I wasn't ready for it. And I've got to get that loaded. And, and, and that's where obviously the beauty of having an autopilot, the beauty of whatever it is, but to, to be a little hands-free, but we don't all have that luxury. My 172 doesn't have that same luxury. So it's all hand flying. So what do I do in that case? Well, I'll tell ATC just flat out, hey, listen, I need to get this approach loaded. I need to get this approach briefed. Can I just get a vector away from the approach or parallel the approach just for a bit? And you know what? It's going to add more to the Hobbs meter. It's going to cost you a little more money, but it's going to make you a safer pilot at the end of the day. Never Just because ATC gives you a new approach and starts giving you vectors for it, you don't have to take it right away. You can say, listen, I, I just need, I'm sole pilot. I just need five minutes to get that program. Can I get a heading, just a, just a straight level heading somewhere to get that program? Because... I'm two minutes from the localizer right now and I don't even have it tuned up and identified or the even approach played out just yet. Just tell them the situation. They're going to work with you in that case. So be watching for that. And on that note too, knowing and understanding uh, 91-183 IFR communications. What's required of me? What are some of my required reporting points? Just instrument flying. I always say you already know how to fly the airplane. It's knowing the regulatory side of it, but most importantly, it's good decision-making. And as a flight instructor, that's something I find so challenging sometimes, is teaching good decision-making. It's a difficult, uh, it's a very difficult task. So listen, thank you so much for making the Instrument Pilot Podcast one of the top-rated podcasts, most listened to aviation podcasts on iTunes. We certainly couldn't do it without you. Thank you for also following us on Facebook, on YouTube, Snapchat, Instagram. We're everywhere uh, you guys are at. So listen, thank you for being a blessing to myself, my beautiful wife, Ashley, our gorgeous family, this great team here at m0a.com. If there's anything, anything at all we can do to help make you a safer, smarter pilot, please don't hesitate to reach out. Enjoy the rest of your day. And most importantly, remember that a good pilot is always learning. Have a great day, guys. We'll see you.